It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We're updating the search for a new offensive coordinator before we hit the weekend. Why one potential hire turned down the commander's request for an interview and why that might not be the end of the story for these two sides. All of that and more right now on Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Commanders fans? It's Riley again, off of you. Welcome to Locked On Commanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders. We are free and we are available on all platforms, including YouTube and the WUSA 9 Plus app for your Roku or your Amazon Fire Stick. And we thank you for making us your first listen or your first view every single day, taking you into Super Wild Card Weekend. Hope we find you guys all happy and healthy. I'm David Harrison. He is Chris Russell. Both of us are credential members of the media covering your Washington Commanders when they're in season. Unfortunately, we're in the offseason, so we're going to talk plenty about what's going on. Chris is doing that here, and he's also doing it for Team 980, where he and Pete Methurst are live Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern. And I'm doing it here and also in writing for Commander Country, a part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. All right, David. Yes, indeed. Uh, all of that is true. And this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you wanted to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL. And if you go to LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL, maybe they're screening candidates for Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew when it comes to the offensive coordinator position, they might need a little bit of help in this search that they chose uh, to take on Friday. David, we found out before the weekend that Jim Caldwell, former Lions and Colts head coach, was contacted by the commanders. They had certainly interest in adding him. He told them, reportedly, according to Ian Rappaport and Mike Garofolo, thanks but no thanks, only interested in head coaching positions. Uh, I guess before we get into whether or not that was kind of insulting, you can interpret it one way or the other. How do you react to that news? Uh, I mean, I think at first blush, right, you want to say that's a slap in the face. And and I think most people would say the obvious reason for why it's a slap in the face or why Jim Caldwell doesn't want to interview for this position is what it's the cloud hanging over the organization, a cloud named 
uh, Dan Snyder. And, and until some sort of news comes out, hopefully, you know, even if it's not an official transition of power to another person, at least maybe it's an, a, a deal has been agreed to or at least a deal in principle has been agreed to. And so, you know, that light that everybody's hoping they see at the end of the tunnel actually turns up a couple notches and becomes a little bit brighter. But I think really, I think the reality behind it though, Jim Caldwell is looking for a head coaching job. He's a guy who's got head coaching experience. He's probably getting uh, it's kind of like to the, the better part of his coaching years and, and is kind of looking towards a little bit of retirement. Doesn't want to get stuck in an OC position, wants to make another run at trying to be, you know, the, the top, the top football leader for an NFL staff. Uh, and, and I, you know, can't say I blame him. Look, I mean, if that's your dream, brother, go for your dream. You know what I mean? And, and go out there. And if you think that you can do the job, you think you deserve a shot at that job, by all means, go for it. And, and you know, good luck to him. So I don't I don't really take it as a direct insult. But I mean, you have to acknowledge that it could have just been a nice way for him to say, like, nah, man, I'm not jumping into that pool. Right. And here here's one thing that, that I would say. I, I don't think it's an insult to the commanders. Like you said, mm -hmm. you know, he's pursuing what he wants to do and he gets to call the shot. I wonder, though in a way, and, and maybe this is a stretch, is it kind of an insult to Jim Caldwell? Like if you're Jim Caldwell and, you know, a lot of people think you did a heck of a job in both Indianapolis and Detroit, and the numbers would suggest that you did, but yet you've been out of the league for a couple of years. Is it, is, is it right? Is it fair? Is it cool to offer him an offensive coordinator job on a sinking ship or what is perceived to be a sinking ship? I, again, it, it might be, a, it's a, it's definitely a stretch to call it an insult, but I mean, if you're Jim Caldwell and it, it's almost like, um, I'm trying to come up with an example. It's almost like, you know, if, if you don't want to shop at, at, at a high end store, they say, well, you know, get your gift card for, you know, a low-end store, a low-end department store. Yeah. yeah you know, I, I don't know if that's the fair comparison, but you, I think you know where I'm getting at. No, I do. Yeah, I do. I didn't really think of it that way. I mean, I hope Jim Caldwell wouldn't take it that way. You know what I mean? Because, you know, like you kind of know to Martin Mayhew and he go back to Detroit. So they've obviously got a relationship. You know, I don't, I don't imagine the commanders would be calling him up if that relationship between the two men was a bad one, right? So I would think that Martin, like it's a friendly conversation, a friendly invitation uh, to talk about the position. So I don't, I hope Jim wouldn't take that as an insult because I mean, look, everybody says there's only 32 head coaching jobs in the NFL. Well, there's only, also only 32 offensive coordinator jobs in the, in the NFL. Now, sometimes that gets skewed because sometimes you have co-coordinators and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, maybe there's 32 to 35. I got it. But like, really, there's only 32 of those jobs. So, I mean, it's still, it's still a compliment from a football standpoint. Uh, to to be to be to be considered for that position, even if you want to be an NFL head coach. So I, so I hopefully no no side took it as an insult. Uh, and also, Chris, you know, with Scott Turner leaving, obviously the question not only turns into who could be the candidates outside the organization, but also who could be the candidates inside the organization. Darren Haynes of WSA Nine reported that a source from inside the team told him that it would be an outside candidate. However, there's now also reports that Ken Zampezi, the team's quarterback coach, has. Uh, or is or will or has interviewed as an in-house candidate uh, as well. So they're at least turning over the stones in their own house, but also looking uh, outside as well, which I think is the best way to do it. Yeah, you, you know, with, with no disrespect, obviously, to, to Darren reporting what he was told, I, I kind of thought then, and maybe I didn't hit it hard enough on my solo episode midweek, that that was kind of shallow. Like, like, why would you close off? Yeah. 
I guess, your search when you don't know what the outside holds. I think you kind of know what the inside holds unless you're convinced that nobody inside your building is capable of doing that job. And David, I would ask if you're convinced of that, then why would you have them on your staff, right? Um, yeah, so, so they can't even be a candidate. I don't even say you have to hire them, but if you're right, not even right, willing exactly. to interview them for, for an advancement, how much confidence do you really have in their abilities and potential as a coach? I mean, I, I get that. You know what I mean? Right. Now, some exactly. of them may just not want to. Like, and, 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 that's uh, and I don't want to like, speak for anybody, but like tight ends coach Juan Castillo seems pretty comfortable in his role. Like he may just not be interested. And I'm not saying he's not. So I don't, you know, don't don't take that as a report. I'm just giving an example of, you know, some of them may just be good as position coaches and they don't need all the media headache and everything else. But yeah, if, if you're if the team isn't willing, if Ron and Martin aren't willing to interview a guy, then it does. It brings into question, why do you right. have them on your staff? And, and you know who probably is fine with not dealing with the media uh, once a week as a coordinator is required to do? The guy that I brought up on, again, that Wednesday episode, my solo episode, was John Matzkow. I said, you know, if you want to run the ball two to one, if you want to run the ball 70% of the time or 65% of the time or whatever ridiculous things John, uh, Ron and Martin were, were trying to you know shove down our throat on Tuesday – yeah. If you want to do that, well, John Matsko, the offensive line coach, you can promote, you know, you can promote Travell Wharton, who's been the assistant offensive line coach. But Matsko never, ever, 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 ever talks with the media. So I, he might not want that just for that, not to mention he's never really done it before. Ken Zampezi circling back to him, he's done it before. He's yeah. done it with the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, and he helped uh the Cleveland Browns and really kind of you want to say Baker Mayfield's only really good year? He was the offensive guy. He was calling, he had his fingerprints on that. So yeah. I, I thought it was kind of closed minded, whoever told that to Darren. I'm glad that they kind of amended that or mm -hmm. changed that around because even though, like you said, you don't have to hire them, I think it's important that you do consider them. Yeah, absolutely. So we know who some of the people are that the commanders have talked to or tried to talk to, at least for the open offensive coordinator position. Obviously, there's going to be more names coming out. And ultimately, there will be a hire at some point in time, uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. But Chris and I are going to tell you who we want the Washington commanders to hire. We're also going to tell you who we don't want the Washington commanders to hire. And we're going to go a little bit outside the box and bring up some names uh, that, that haven't necessarily been brought up yet, at least from the circles that we're seeing that that's uh, coming up here on this episode of locked on commanders. You're right on Mr. Harrison. But first this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn jobs as a small business owner or hiring manager. You know, that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. Again, maybe right now, Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew are hitting LinkedIn jobs to find the best qualified offensive coordinator. And that's why you, that's right. You could be like Ron and Martin checking out LinkedIn jobs. When LinkedIn jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently, matching open roles with people who have the skills, value and experience to help you achieve your ultimate goal. And that's winning, right? LinkedIn jobs is going to go beyond resume data uh, by using insights from your job post company uh, and their 875 million member profiles. Imagine that. 875 million potential offensive coordinators. I'm sure there's a lot of us out there. Go to LinkedIn Jobs. It makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. 
And guys, we're also brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. That's right. You got to try the delicious treat known as Built with all the fat, with all, without all the fat and calories, I should say. We just got through the holiday season. I know ooh, I am in rough shape. I have been eating poorly and not working out enough. That's why I need to get back to my regimentation, my, my plan. Every morning, Built Bar. Uh, different varieties, different flavors, uh, so many good, good uh, flavors that they have from my favorite peanut butter brownie. You might be a churro fan, coconut almond, all sorts of different delicious flavors. And they're coming out, uh, as always, with seasonal and limited time flavors, all at Built. Now, here's the new news, breaking news from Built. You don't have to just get them at built.com. No, no, no. You can go to your local Walmart or your local Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section. I saw them in there the other day. Grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, uh, brownie batter and churro. And you can thank us later. All right, back here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. We thank you for making us your first listen and view each and every day. Subscribe to Locked On NFL podcast and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories like the playoffs, plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday and Monday. Local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes. It's Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Dave, now our most desired or wanted Candidates for the offensive coordinator position for the commanders, and I'm going to tee you up with your choice, good sir. Yeah, and, and real quick, I want to give a shout-out to everybody joining us here on the live. Of course, we appreciate everybody who's listening after the live or watching after the live as well. Uh, the Hawk in the, in the chat, Brandon in the chat. Brandon has a comment that's very interesting I'm going to bring up here uh, in just a little bit towards the end of this segment because I want to touch on that. But starting off with the guys that we want, like if I could pick – and 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 let's let's do a grain of salt real quick. We're not interviewing these guys. We don't have the inside like coaching circle conversations uh, that some of these guys have. So so take this with a grain of salt, right, guys? Um, right off the cuff, my main target: Buffalo Bills quarterback coach Joe Brady. And I know that Joe Brady, you know, he was this big stud coming out of LSU. Joe Burrow was his star pupil. Went to Carolina. It didn't work out there. He doesn't even last what a full two seasons. I don't think goes to Buffalo. It's okay, but Buffalo was kind of already doing well. So how much did Joe Brady? really impact things. Here's here's what I'll say about Joe Brady. I think that what really attracted him to, to NFL circles was not necessarily just the production that Joe Burrow had. Obviously, that helps, but I think what the, the production that Joe Burrow had at LSU helped do was shine a light on Joe Brady's coaching ability, developing a player, crafting a scheme around a quarterback that could be driven by the quarterback, but also accentuate the weapons. Now, the concern that you have and in this type of a hire, why you know maybe Ron Rivera, Martin Mayhew may not like it is, Joe Brady obviously likes to pass the ball, right? And, and he's very willing to pass the ball. So I don't know if he would fit that kind of mentality, but I think at the end of the day, if you're bringing in a style and a system that's going to get points early, well, as a head coach, Ron Rivera, right? He's got the control to say, hey, coach, we're up 14. It's a third quarter. Let's start peppering in, in a little bit more run. And Joe Brady's the offense coordinator. He works for the head coach. He's going to say, all right, coach, I got you, and do it. Now, if it doesn't work and it you know blows up in your face, I, I would think that Ron Rivera has the integrity to say, I'm the one who decided to switch to the more conservative route that ended up losing us the game and not put that on your OC. But Joe Brady's mental capacity and NFL intelligence and football intelligence and creativity 
is what attracted him to the NFL in the first place. The, the interview request for Jim Caldwell kind of shows maybe the team is trying to go the direction we thought they were going to go, which is familiar faces. This is a bit of an older staff, which means there'll be a little bit of an older candidate. But Joe Brady, I think, is a guy who can inject the life that this team really kind of needs into it going into the next phase of this franchise's history. So not saying that's the guy Ron Rivera is going to go for, Mark May is going to go for, but that's the guy that I would go for yeah, uh, at this know, stage in the game. It's funny because I don't expect them to hire somebody with no play calling experience, but that's not Joe Brady. He was calling plays yeah. uh, with Carolina. And, you know, look, it, it didn't go well with Matt Rule. They did clash over philosophy and all that, and he didn't have a lot yeah. to work with at quarterback. But uh, Well, and I, I will say this too about the Matt Rule thing real quick because I'm glad you brought that completed space on that. Matt Rule is a college coach. College yes. coaches have a lot more control over what is happening on both sides of the ball from Correct. a strategic standpoint. I believe the the main reason the Matt Rule Joe Brady relationship didn't pan out in the NFL is because Matt Rule's a college coach. He wants a little bit more control. We know Ron Rivera is not going to totally control his coordinators. Let Joe Brady's creativity breathe a little bit. But again, I'd like a head coach who at least has his hands in the pot a little bit. But you also give Joe Brady the ability to breathe. You mix that youthful energy with Ron Rivera's experience. I think it could be a good match. You know, one other thing that you that that we do have to keep in mind: we, Ron Rivera used to, and I stress used to, have a great relationship with the Buffalo Bills organization. Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott. I do not know the current status of that relationship after the J.D. McKissick fiasco and free agency. It, it may be dead. I'm not sure, but assuming that it's not dead and that maybe they buried the hatchet, you know, mm. Hey, tell me more about this Joe Brady guy. What is he like around the building? What is he, you know, is he a real hard head? Is he a stand on? Is he, a, you know, uh, my way or the highway kind of. So hopefully, hopefully if Brady is on the right, and I mentioned him the other day and I'm glad you kind of picked him here. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they have the ability to tap into that, to get a little bit more behind the scenes knowledge uh, if you will, of a candidate that I think would excite some, quite honestly, in the fan base. My guy is not probably going to excite anybody in the fan base, but it might be the best option out of there, trying to blend everything that you kind of look for and want and um, and need, quite honestly. And that is former Houston Texans head coach and Patriots and current Alabama offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien. Now, yeah. David, I you know, Bill O'Brien's probably uh, going to want only a head coaching position if he's going to make some sort of lateral move. But who knows? Maybe the commanders pay him a lot more money. I don't know. But Bill O'Brien spoke very, 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 very highly of Ron Rivera um, in, in a clip that our buddy uh, Teresh from Tegna uh, circulated out on Twitter, and I retweeted it. And, and Bill O'Brien could not have praised Ron Rivera more. I, I I have a sense that he's itching to get back to the NFL. I don't know that. Um, I also say this. Bill O'Brien's the type of guy that says, you know, if I can go there and turn around the offense and be a little bit better and goal to go and red zone and whatever, I can get a head coaching position elsewhere. Right. Or, or if things don't work out in Washington, but the offense improves and for whatever reason, just things don't work out. We don't win enough games. Maybe I'm going to be the interim head coach. Maybe I'm going to be the permanent yeah. head coach. I don't know. You know, yeah. so Bill O'Brien, uh, even though that's not a name that I'm sure would excite a lot of commanders fans, that might be based on his history of who he's worked with, who he's worked for. Think about it. Belichick, Saban, Brady, Bryce Young, uh, turned around Penn State, Deshaun Watson, 
I think Bill O'Brien would be an excellent choice if he would be willing to consider it. And it is a situation where things go south early in the season, especially if there is new ownership, you, you could be hiring your own interim replacement. So um, let's shift over to our least wanted real quick. And I'm going to, I'm going to pull up this comment here. This is about the head coaching position, but Brandon in the live YouTube chat uh, writing, I appreciate everything Rivera has done for this franchise, but it's time to move on to an offensive minded head coach. Go hire B enemy from Casey, let him fill out his coaching staff and go from there. Absolutely appreciate Brandon, your comments. And, and, Eric Bieniemy is someone that has come up in a lot of coaching searches, a lot of coaching circles, but doesn't ever get a, get a job. We'll see what happens this offseason. Uh, ben Sanding of The Athletic actually brought up Bieniemy for a potential offensive coordinator interview in Washington. And the reason being is in Kansas City, Andy Reid calls the plays. Eric Bieniemy does not call the plays. And there are some people who are starting to think that maybe that's the bridge that is keeping Eric Bieniemy from head coaching job is nobody has seen how he manages a game flow makes the adjustments in the play calling because he doesn't do that. Another guy who didn't do that for, for the Kansas City Chiefs, Mike Kafka. He left, went to the New York Giants. He became the office coordinator. He calls the plays this year for the New York Giants. Now he's getting head coaching buzz already after just one year of calling plays because teams are seeing how he's adjusting his scheme, managing the game flow, and being able to execute, not just work under Andy Reid, who has a great coaching tree, but also do it himself. So Eric Bieniemy. Not saying he will be, but if he's on the look for being a head coaching job, he seriously needs to consider becoming an offensive coordinator somewhere where he's going to call plays. Washington would certainly be that place. So Washington, a potential landing spot for Bianami, not as a head coach, but potentially as a play calling offensive coordinator. The guy that I don't want, Chris, Todd Downing, former Tennessee Titans offensive coordinator, recently fired. Look, honestly, I'm going to give it to you in three shots here. Uh, the Tennessee Titans offense was fourth in scoring the year before Downing took over as offense coordinator. They were 15th after his first season. They're 28th this season. And yes, there's some injuries. Yes, there's some other issues. But that's terrible, terrible offense. That's part number one. Taylor Lewan, when he found out, if you haven't seen the video, when he found out Coach Downing got fired, complimented everything about him as a man, nothing about him as a coach. And there's a story circulating that during the season, another player came up to coach and I was like, Hey man, I can't you know wait to continue doing this with you for years and years and years. He said, Oh, are you going to join me at some other place? And this is during the season. So this is a guy who, yeah, I mean, I'm out on Todd Downing. Yeah. Don't forget also about that pesky uh, DUI around after the yeah. green Bay Thursday night football win uh, as well. Um, I, I totally with you uh, on that. I'm going to quickly go on my choice and that would be Mike Shula the former Alabama head coach, son of the legendary Don Shula, former offensive coordinator with Ron Rivera and the Carolina Panthers, uh, including their Super Bowl year. No offense to Coach Shula. I'm sure he knows football. It's not an inspiring hire. He hasn't really had a big-time job in the last couple of years, so I don't know how fresh his principles are. Um, it, it's not, again, a hire that I think would be met with a lot of acclaim from uh, the fan base, not that that matters, but you do not want that self-pressure right away of as soon as the offense goes vanilla, bland, conservative, or silly, where he's, oh, he's just another Ron guy, just another Carolina commander, just another Commander, or or whatever. You, you just don't want that, you know? He's an offensive analyst, consultant, whatever he is in Buffalo. Great. You know what? You can be friends, buddy, buddy. Ron fired him at one point for a reason. It's not because he was great. You know, so why would you think it could work again here with a worse quarterback situation? So that would be my guy, Mike Shula. Uh, no, thanks. 
All right, coming up, we will wrap up this particular show with a couple of outside-the-box candidates. Try and squeeze in a couple of your comments that we see in the live chat. But first, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. That's right, BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analyses. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there, including a full super wild card weekend in the NFL. We've got six game picks coming up for you and the current lines from BetOnline coming up next segment. Plus, you can get basketball, both pro and college, hockey, golf, and more at Bet Online. If you love sports podcasts, you can find those. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more at Bet Online, where the game starts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Continuing our offensive coordinator conversation surrounding the Washington Commanders. A lot of hard season in that statement. Uh, we're going to look outside the box. So we're looking for outside the box candidates here, Chris. And I, and I got to be honest with you. I thought I was going outside the box today. Uh, and then news broke that one of my candidates outside the box candidates had actually gotten a promotion. And now Livewire Sports and Entertainment dropping in the live chat. Their top five, Joe Brady, who obviously I picked, uh, Zach Robinson, Brian Hartline, Bill O'Brien, Eric Bieniemy. Uh, Brian Hartline was my outside the box candidate. And now that it's being mentioned in the live chat, I don't know how outside the box that was, but real quick, I'll just talk about it. Brian Hartline, wide receiver coach for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, if you're not familiar with Ohio State wide receivers, which should be if you're a Commanders fan, uh, typically underdrafted, uh, underrated coming out of college because the offense being run by the head coaches and the offense coordinators are limiting what the wide receivers are doing, but they're coming into the NFL and showing a full route tree, full skills available or full skills are available, football IQ through the roof. Why? Because Brian Hartline is one of the up and coming coaches in the football game. Here's the problem: Ohio State literally on Friday promoted him to offensive coordinator, so he ain't going nowhere this season. But yeah, Brian Hartline was one of my outside the box. Honestly, if the fire Ryan Day train caught a little bit of traction chris ryan day used to coach in the nfl he's a position coach for the philadelphia eagles a quarterback coach i actually was going to think about putting him on my uh, outside the box candidate as an offensive coordinator but that train never grabbed any traction so here's my actual outside the box nominee brian johnson eagles quarterback coach hang on don't throw batteries at me third most rushes in the nfl per game in 2022 that fits what martin mayhew and ron Rivera said they want right However, Jalen Hurts, before he got injured, on pace to throw for over 4,000 yards. NFL arm, leadership ability through the roof, and the ability to improvise. Those are the three things Martin Mayhew said they want in a quarterback. Running a lot, but also explosive passing. That's what they want in their offense. Brian Johnson is the quarterback coach for an offense in this division. Oh, by the way, you want to win your division? Or you want to make the playoffs, win championship? You got to win your division first. The Eagles did that. Brian Johnson knows how that sausage is being made. If Shane Steichen, their offensive coordinator, doesn't get a head coaching job, Brian Johnson could be an offensive coordinator candidate that I think the commanders definitely need to look at. 
Uh, I like a lot of that. Maybe uh, back to Heartline in Columbus. Maybe he got a promotion because NFL teams were starting. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so you don't know. Uh, quick uh, thought. Matthew says, Mike Shula? No way. But sounds like something Ron would do. Uh, <laughs> we agree, Matthew. Uh, also, Alonzo Skin Nation says, anyone who will challenge Ron and come with some fresh, innovative ideas? Well, that's the purpose of this particular segment. And also a shout out uh, to Big Simple for 22. My out-of-the-box candidate, again, I mentioned him the other day. It's a, it's not going to happen, uh, but I just threw it out there, uh, and I'm sure I know it's gotten a bunch of buzz in the DMV. Logan Paulson, uh, who again, has been a guest of this show, longtime uh, friend, pal, whatever, uh, and, and he listens regularly, so I don't know if he's listening to this or, or watching this or not, but Logan Paulson is one of the smartest dudes uh, that I have ever had, but what about this? What about this? How about either Mark Brunel the current Lions quarterback coach, or yeah. Antoine Randall L., the current Lions wide receiver coach who's helped Amon Ross St. Brown develop. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, I didn't cover Brunel, but, of course, he was the former Washington quarterback under Joe Gibbs, uh, part do, uh, part do, part duh, 2.0. Uh, Antoine Randall L., I think I've told you this before, was my former TV partner at uh, at the – the, the former team names television network. We used to hang out and chop it up a little bit. How cool uh, would An that be? Antoine Randall is also a Super Bowl winning coach. He is with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, from 2020 and a Super Bowl winning player and a Super Bowl, Super Bowl player. 40 in Detroit and had a big yeah. touchdown throw in that. I was going to say one of like the first receivers to actually throw the ball. I wouldn't call it consistent basis, but more consistent than any other receiver in the game. Right. Absolutely. I mean, you talk about creativity. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's, that's a good one right there. We got some more names on the list. Maybe we'll get to that in the next segment or in the next episode, I should say, after the weekend. Uh, but just hang tight, guys. We'll be all over this, obviously, and we got a lot more to come uh, You know, on the next few episodes uh, as the team sorts this oh, yeah. out and also continues to work on perhaps a new ownership group. But, David, before we run out of time. The quarterback, by the way. Oh, by the way. Like, we got to talk oh, quarterback yeah. still. Like, we had, oh, yeah. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of conversation yeah. coming up. But, Chris, yeah. before that. We got a super wild card around. There's still football being played. So we're going to pick our games real quick here, guys. We're going to run through these. Uh, the Saturday game, Seattle Seahawks at the San Francisco 49ers, Los Angeles Chargers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Niners at home are favored by nine and a half. Both Chris and I have the San Francisco 49ers win that game. Jacksonville are two is two and a half point underdogs to the Chargers in Jacksonville, even with Mike Williams not playing for the Los Angeles Chargers. I still have the Chargers winning. Their defense concerns me greatly. Chris has the Jags winning, so we're not completely on the same page for Saturday, but Niners winning. We're in unison there. Chargers for me, Jags for Chris. Yeah, and we should point out that even though we're providing the the, the spreads, we're, we're we're just picking straight up here we're going for our now. purposes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Jags straight up at home. Uh, they worry me a little bit because they weren't great on offense last Saturday night, but you mentioned the Chargers defense. Uh, I do not trust Brandon Staley at all. I was initially leaning towards the Chargers, and then I reconvinced myself that I like me some Doug Peterson way more than I like Brandon Staley. On Sunday, a triple header – David, and we start in mm -hmm. Buffalo, a rematch of a game a couple of weeks ago in which Tua started for the Dolphins. Now it's Skyler Thompson, the Bills, minus 13 and a half. I have the Bills. You also? I have the Bills, of course. You of have course. to go Bills. I don't know about the spread, but money line, you're going Bills. Of course. Money line's not giving you 
<laughs> very good, very good payback. In that, you're going to have to squeeze a lot of juice. Hey, profit's out of that profit. Man. All right, exactly. you you put ten bucks on that thing, you get ten fifty back. That's exactly. fifty cents you didn't have before. Okay, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like a couple of nickels that you can find together in the couch. Uh, Giants, Vikings, old Kirky, and our pal Ben Kotwika. I'm going with the Vikings. I know they've been outscored. I got it. Some games they've been blown out in. They're at home. The Giants are still limited offensively. I'm going with Captain Kirk, Kevin O'Connell, and the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, and I'm with Peter Bukowski, host of Locked On Packers. I think the Vikings are frauds. I'm going with the Giants. Ooh, frauds? That's not very nice. That's not very nice. I mean, they might not be as good as their record indicates, but I don't know if they're frauds. They're pretenders. <laughs> All right. Last game of Sunday night, the Lamar Jacksonless Baltimore Ravens go into the jungle at Cincinnati. The Bengals favored by eight and a half. I've got the Bengals in this one. Uh, and it's not only Lamar Jacksonless, it might be that they don't have their backup quarterback uh, as well, and they might be on Anthony Brown. So we'll see if Tyler Huntley plays. I give them a little bit better of a chance if Huntley can play, but I'm still going with the Bengals either way. Yeah, we're both going Bengals on that one. Then Monday night, Cowboys at Buccaneers. Tom Brady, Dallas Cowboys. The NFL couldn't help themselves Monday night. Cowboys are favored in Tampa by two and a half points. Chris, I am going with Tampa Bay, uh, but not a lot of other people are. I hate picking against Tom Brady and the Bucks, but something makes me think that the Cowboys are going to be a lot better than we both saw with our very own eyes in which they were wretched in all three phases, but especially offense and special teams. I think that was the big old slap in the face they needed. I don't expect Dak to be as bad. I don't expect special teams to be as bad. I say Dallas revenge from week one, which was a 19-3 loss, and they go in and beat Tampa by a hair. All right. So that's the super wild card weekend. That's our predictions. We'll revisit those after the weekend is done and see how we did. Brandon, one quick last uh, question in the live chat, Chris. He wants to know if we give up a first rounder for Sean Payton. Here's going to be my answer. Sean Payton, the deal for him to go to Miami died as soon as uh, the lawsuit came up. Sean Payton's not interested in jumping into a, a franchise surrounded by controversy. So until the ownership situation is resolved. Sean Payton's not coming to Washington, whether you'd give up a first rounder for him or not. Aha. But what about on June 1st? Then we could talk, but it's just, January 13th. Just something to think about. Just something to think about. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, if you if it happened, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. There All right, go. guys. We appreciate and you hey, being with us. Sean Payton and Tom Brady wanted to play together for two years. Exactly. Just saying. I'm not I mean, saying, but I'm just saying. We could do buku numbers for sure. <laughs> uh, we appreciate all of you being in the live chat. We tried to get to everybody as best we could. I hope you understand. Thank you for watching us live as well. Uh, thank you for watching us at any point, listening to us at any point over the uh, weekend. Please remember Martin Luther King Jr.'s holiday and birthday. Uh, and this weekend, the reason why many of us have a three-day weekend um, is a reason to remember and honor not to be thankful for uh, having an extra day off of work. Uh, do the right thing. Um, go to a history museum, read a book, whatever it might be. Watch plenty of football uh, by all means, but remember the purpose of why many of us get a three-day weekend. Either way, we thank you for making the Lockdown Commanders podcast your first listen. 
uh, and view of the day. Now make your second listen and view the Locked On Sports Today podcast from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. You want to hop into 301-615-3577, Locked On Washington Commanders at gmail.com or simply DM us at LO Commanders, at LO Commanders, which is how you can follow the show as well. We'll be back after the weekend's action, or most of the weekend's action, I should say. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another, enjoy the games, uh, and uh, always take care of one another. And as always, thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders Podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.